Hello and welcome to episode 141 of the 6-1 IndyCast. My name is Mike Taldrow. Yes, I am back. These gremlins tried to steal my show while I was away. Oh. What'd I say, Matt? What'd I say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm joined by Kyle Stevenson. Hello. And welcome Matthew back. Wright. Thank you. Hello. Hi. How are we doing? Your name is... Mike yeah, Andrew. I was I was gonna say you, the way you said it was like a, a Princess Bride. My name is yeah. Inigo Montoya. My you know, name just, is Michael Townsend. Mm-hmm. You know, I just watched that film for the first time like a few months ago. Wow, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. pretty good. It's pretty good. It's okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it's fine. <laughs> uh, how y'all doing? Thank you uh, so much for uh, carrying the torch last week. I know we were we dealt with. A swarm of uh, technical fleas. <laughs> like I'm not worried about the show stuff because we could put on a good show. Oh, of course. Like, regardless, yeah. tech side of things, we miss you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We miss you a whole lot. Yeah. Listen. Sorry, y'all, for not getting them up on time. But I'll I'll, I'll t- let everyone know if you didn't see what happened last week's episode. Matt and I had a great one. We did viewer mm-hmm. questions. We did Mount Rushmore indie mascot platformers and stuff. Great post show. Zencaster, I don't know if it picked up my mic or switched it to my webcam, but I sounded mm-hmm. like I was in a cave. And so we're like, oh, let's just use the YouTube version. Uh, come to find out, one of my nieces put the gain on my mic at max volume. So <laughs> okay. while Matt was speaking, <laughs> I was just breathing <laughs> over it. <laughs> and it was, as a big man, my biggest fear. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> hearing my breath over. Oh, I was bad. But my nah, saved the day. Nah, I didn't do anything. It was, it was a great okay, show. Okay, cool. Enjoy my breathing, everybody. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it was a great show. Thank you so much for yeah. handling it while I was gone. I am, yes, I am officially a, a Southern boy now. I am not Southern in New York boy. anymore. Y'all. Y'all. Do you just have Southern comfort in your in your cupboards to drink? Ugh. What? <laughs> I, you're not an alcohol boy. So oh, okay. comfort is a is a liqueur. It's awful. Oh, it was the first alcohol terrible. I've ever had. Yeah, it's okay. bad. I do not. But um, <clears throat> Soko was no go. No go. <laughs> uh, I did DoorDash Sonic yesterday, and oh boy, hey, hey. dangerous. Good. It feels good. Feels good. Feels like an impending heart attack in the next coming weeks. <laughs> Yeehaw. I so Ooh. I had I had to hit the DoorDash limit, obviously, and t- Sonic is so goddamn cheap. I had to order just a pl- I had to order a Thanksgiving meal just to hit the DoorDash limit. <laughs> what? And guess what? what? Like, uh... I, I ate all of it. <laughs> what what is the limit? Like 20 bucks? Uh maybe. No, hmm. no, 15 for like well, DoorDash, whatever. So that's like can. six grilled cheeses, an order mm-hmm. of fries. Three grilled cheeses, three fries, and a drink. <laughs> Dang. Okay, there it is. Sorry, no, uh, my apologies. It was two grilled cheeses, three fries. Oh. They sent me a third by accident for free, <laughs> and I still eat it. That's like a in and out order. Yeah, dude, it's great. But yeah, well, clocked out. We'll talk about yeah, yeah, yeah. My, mm-hmm. my southern travels and and what it was like to drive nine goddamn hours in a budget truck with a screaming cat. Uh, but first, <laughs> let me remind you. <laughs> That you are listening to the Six One IndieCast, a weekly video game podcast highlighting the indie gaming scene and smaller games outside of the AAA space. Tune in live every Thursday night 
right here on youtube.com slash 61indie at 8 p.m. Eastern or catch episodes as they drop on all major podcast feeds uh, first thing Monday morning. If you're hungry for a little more, you can support us over on patreon.com slash 61indie and snag some extra goodies such as clocked out the IndieCast post show. But if money is too tight, no worries. You can still show your support in so many ways. Leave a review, follow at 61indie on Twitter or maybe Blue Sky when that when we get our invites. Subscribe on YouTube and tell your friends all about us. Kyle saying no. <laughs> Kyle declined that that offer. I, I I think I read something about that. That's not. Good. I don't even know what that. Oh, is. it's not good. They, nah, like, they I, I think they can just delete you for whatever reason. Oh no shit! What. All right, and like cool. own your image and everything. Is it run by Elon as well? It might no, be. It's, it's run by Jack. <laughs> no. Oh yeah, Jack. Yeah, old Twitter Jack. boy, Jack. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Shout out to the PD fans as I play with a box cutter. Kobe <laughs> <laughs> <gasps> Cortis, Jacob McCourt. Nicole Humphrey, play it, Jason Cole, aka the Good Sir, Jessica Sanchez, and Jill Grot. Housekeeping. I can't tell you much. There's secret stuff happening. But uh, Kyle, can I say a date? Yeah, I mean, sure. I I, I would like to think people would figure it out. Sure. Easy date. I hey, uh, so usually we do our six one indie day on November fifth, our birthday. We're doing six one indie day on on six one June first. It's cute. It's clever. People remember it. Six one, baby. We'll have some stuff to talk about. It only hmm. took us three years. <laughs> three years to, to, figure, that to figure that out. <laughs> this is the first I'm hearing about it. Oh, <laughs> you know what we're talking about. You schmuck. Don't gaslight me. <laughs> Let's get into the show. I want to talk about. I want to talk. I want Kyle to talk about Dredge. But first, we'll get into <clears> some news bits. <laughs> Apple today. Drop some Apple Arcade hotness. 20 games on the platform. Dang. Four of them being new exclusives. We won't talk about all of them, but uh, there was a TMNT game that dropped. Ooh. It's fine. It's fine. I played it. Oh, is it? Uh, okay. Oh. It's, it's, yeah, it's fine. Uh, there's a, a Disney game dropped. Uh, uh, Disney Spell Struck. That yes. looks like Scrabble. Cityscapes Sim Builder dropped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the exciting yeah. one. Yep. What the car? What the car, baby? What the car from Triband, the studio behind What the Golf and What Ooh. the Bat. Yeah. From indie developers behind the quirky hit titles like What the Golf and What the Bat comes a new comedic masterpiece. Okay, Apple. What the car. In this hilarious racing adventure, players take on the role of an unconventional race car with constantly changing features such as legs, wings, and even the common cold. The game features wacky physics-based gameplay, making each race a fun adventure full of unexpected twists and turns. I love this screenshot because it's a car with legs running on the street. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I jumped into it a little bit earlier. I, I gave Apple my $5 again because once in a while, mm-hmm. Apple Arcade drops some some sick shit. Like last time it was Shovel Knight Dig. dig. Yes, Shovel Knight Dig. Um, yeah, so I, I gave him my five bucks. I, I busted open the, the backbone. And I played some What the Car. Guess what? If you like What the Golf and What the Bat, you'll like What the Car. It's what the golf and what the bat, except with a car. <laughs> it's like a. Is this a yeah. infinitely like? There's it could be what the anything right? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. there's no ceiling here. There's yeah. no this ceiling. <laughs> this is just this is try. It's what they're now. gonna do. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, golf was uh, exclusive for the Apple Arcade when for it a launched, little bit. Right? Yeah. Yeah. For a little. Yeah. yeah. 
So I'd imagine this is going to come everywhere at some mm-hmm. point. But for now, yeah, it's probably the same deal as what the golf, whatever exclusive deal that Apple uh, paid them for. Right. Sweet. Dude, it's it's fun, though. It's quirky. It's goofy. It's yeah, it, it's when you're doing the tutorial, it's just it's kind of like um an auto runner kind of thing where like the car is okay. automatically going. You're mm-hmm. using the backbone. You're steering with the left stick and um, you press a to honk your horn. That's all it is for the beginning. But then uh, in one in a couple of the levels, you you grow legs so you could jump over barriers and stuff. Uh, you get a little uh, um, umbrella and it makes a Mary Poppins joke. So you get to glide all over the places. You, um, there's cards hidden throughout each stage. So if you want the extra challenge, you could go off the beaten path and like try to collect these like trading cards. It's fun. Nice. I'm probably like when I'm bored and don't really feel like doing anything like, yeah, I'm going to keep popping into this. It's it's just like what the golf. It's like you don't know what the next stage is going to be. So mm. it's Love cool. It. Yeah. So what's, uh, the, whenever... what's, what's the next item? What the what? The fourth game. <sighs> what the now that <laughs> what the game? <laughs> Ooh. We went from a, a sport to sports. Uh, an equipment oh, of a fair. sport. An automobile. We're going to do like what the dog and you're just yeah what the dog what the bug Ooh, what the bug what the snail we're just giving tri-band free ideas oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna happen and then we're gonna get angry and refer to this episode (laughs) where's our money (laughs) tri-band what the federal taxes (laughs) (laughs) i do like the idea of like what the game and like it just like pulls in like like there's a stage with like Baba from Baba mm-hmm. is you or something yeah. like just pulls in like just like very like niche indie things. Um, but yeah, it's a fun time. I, uh, whenever if you have an Apple device, I highly recommend checking out for the five bucks. And then um, when I did hop back in uh, a bunch of the other games that dropped, I'm not going to mention all of them, but I did mess around with some of them. Uh, getting over it got an Apple Arcade port today. <laughs> Um, it's decent. I, I think mm-hmm. PC is still the preferred way to play. It's like yeah. you could, it's just touch control to control the mm-hmm. thing. If you don't know what getting over it is, it's Benefati's game where you have to, <clears throat> with like a hammer, you lodge yourself into a rock wall and you have to just like literally keep climbing. It's a good time. Is it a good um, time? It's a good time. It's, this is a decent port. Okay. Uh, what else did I play? I, I, uh, I mean that as like, it's incredibly oh, frustrating. It is very frustrating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is yeah. remarkably frustrating. <laughs> But if you never played getting over it, it's a good time. Uh, Limbo is on Apple Arcade now. Hmm. I haven't played it, but I'm sure it plays great on Apple mm-hmm. Arcade. Uh, I did play a little bit of Octodad on Apple Arcade today. Mm, Octodad, yeah. still a fucking banger, is mm-hmm. a fantastic video game. Uh, plays great on app on iPhones. And <laughs> I might be replaying Octodad now <laughs> from start to finish. Because I, I played the first, you know, the first level is uh, the the big fancy wedding, and you're just like struggling your way to get like your tux on, get your tie, all that kind of stuff. And I instantly re fell in love with this game. So yeah, might be worth the revisit. Also, um, shout are- out to uh, Young Horses for uh, Bug Sacks getting mobile ports announced today as well. Yeah, Young Horses making moves lately. Like last week, they released. I think it's five game jam games, including the student version of Octodad, mm-hmm. which is something I really want to check out. Um, I played a little bit of very little nightmares, which is the mobile version mm-hmm. of little mm-hmm. nightmares. It's a, oh, it's a okay. different game. It's not little yeah. nightmares one or two. Yeah. It's like a 
point and click adventure sort of like you you tap and that's where nine moves yep okay it's good it's a good time uh my favorite thing that i played though time locker oh what's this time locker well they call it time locker plus so i'm assuming it, it would spin out already i think time, i think all the pluses are just 4k versions. probably time locker plus is a minimalist shooter by solo developer satoru otsuka uh in this minimalist shooter the speed of time is controlled by the speed of the player's finger players control a character through a series of time-based levels where they must avoid obstacles and enemy fire while trying to defeat a variety of creatures it is hmm. wave-based super hot that's what this cool. game, yeah. It even kind of looks like super hot with like the polygonal characters. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, playing a vertical, you control your character with like just dragging your finger around. When your character moves, everything else moves, and you are just firing off, killing little animals and and men and and eventually like tanks and stuff. Um, you're collecting coins, and the coins can unlock abilities when you start a new run. You're also unlocking, it's kind of like a Mario Kart question blocks mm. uh, where you could gain new weapons and, and upgrades throughout your runs. It's fun. I could see myself sinking in again, just like mindless mobile game kind of thing, just sinking in while having while watching Below Deck <laughs> on, <laughs> on the big TV, <laughs> just sinking in some hours. Sweet. Um, but yeah, other highlights are like uh, uh, Temple Run got a new version on here. There's a new version of snake it looks like on here um so yeah i know there's a, uh oh my god that that snake io game i think yeah that, that's it there. yeah uh farming sim is on here i know people love that them farming sims yeah but yeah apple arcade five bucks a month it's still like especially if you haven't played something like shovel knight dig and stuff and like yeah. if you haven't somehow kyle played limbo <laughs> um or if you want to play why something like you, Aquabat, why are you singling oh, me oh, out no i don't know what, what are you uh, talking about yeah, how dare you? Uh-huh. You don't need to play Limbo. He should play both. He should play both. Stop fighting. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then yeah, uh, the other little bit of news, more of a PSA. Ludo Naricon is happening right now. Hey, hey. Uh, one of our one of our favorite events here at Six One Indie. Um highlights uh some fantastic upcoming narrative games mm-hmm. uh this year uh the line so it's running now through monday the 8th so if you are listening to this on podcast feeds go check out uh little narrowcon just google little narrowcon and you'll you'll find the steam page mm-hmm. bunch of sales a bunch of panels going on uh but more excitingly well not to take away from the panels and the sales but the exciting bit is that you get to play demos of upcoming games um Mini Indie Showcase alums, Fall Porcupine, star named Eos, are on here. Uh, wrestling Third with Iowa, Emotions. Wrestling with Emotions is on here. Uh, Stray Gods, Crypt Master, Goodbye Volcano High, Dead Pets Unleashed. There's a lot of good Demon stuff. School. So, Demon School. Um, Invincible. There's a lot of good stuff on here. So yeah. go check that out while you can. Enough about news, though. I've been talking a lot, Kyle. Yeah. Tell me about Dredge. Why Dredge. do people like this game? Why is this game taking over my feeds? Why should I play it? I don't know. All right. Good talk. Good talk. That, <laughs> yeah. This week in indie, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm not a um I'm not a, a fishing game person. Why? Well, first off, what is it? What is Dredge? 
Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, let me read the description that I didn't see until right this very moment. Uh, <laughs> Dredge from Black Salt Games and uh, Team 17 is a single-player fishing adventure with a sinister undercurrent. Sell your catch, upgrade your boat, and dredge the depths for long-buried secrets. Explore a mysterious archipelago and discover why some things are best left forgotten. Um, so, yeah, I went in not only hearing the buzz about it didn't watch mm -hmm. any trailers or whatever i was just like okay people seem to really really dig it i feel like we should play it and at least cover it because people love it so much and i lost 12 hours of my life because <laughs> i could not stop thinking about it and playing it and it's not a it's not a complex game mm -hmm. right at the, at the core of it you are selling your fish you're selling it for money and then in turn upgrading your boat and trying to figure out what's going on in this small section of uh, an ocean. Mm -hmm. um, and it works where you, you, you catch fish by um, one of those like meter mini games where you like mm -hmm. have to stop within like a certain. What's the word I'm looking for? Like an end goal, like a like a line that you have to stop the cursor in. Sure. Yeah. Um, and then once you catch the fish or once you dredge up treasure or items research parts whatever it then becomes the re4 inventory management system where you have to make sure everything fits in your cargo and if you run into a rock per se that it damages and you lose some of those spaces and then until you hmm. repair the boat um some natural things might cause some things to fall overboard and you just lose them which is a bummer um but the real star of the show is when it gets at nighttime it gets freaky. <laughs> it's very much very calm fishing thing. Um, it does move pretty quickly from daytime to nighttime. So you do have to move quickly and figure out your plan. And very early on, you are one slow ass boat. You, you <laughs> cannot, you should not and, and could not stray too far or else you're going to get screwed over pretty, mm -hmm. pretty big time. But the moment it gets dark, your panic meter starts to rise. Because you are seeing these weird eyeballs staring at you, and you're hallucinating. And while you're swim uh, swimming, while you're sailing around in, in the waters, rocks uh, just come up in front of you, and so you have to swerve out of the way. And everything is the fog rolls in, and it's hard to see things. Fog. And if you're out in the really deep water, giant fish that look like crazy like the monsters you see at like in the marianas trench mm. like you know those weird creepy angler fish and stuff mm -hmm. oh yeah they come out of nowhere and they just try to attack your boat and try to get rid of you and uh not until you rest and if you don't rest that panic carries over and you are just seeing shit all the time mm. <laughs> uh birds come and seal things off your boat and whatnot <laughs> so you got to find that balance and it's the type of game that I thought I didn't love where it's the um, here, just go and explore. Mm -hmm, sure. There's no golden okay. path. Like you have missions and stuff that you can and side quests or whatever that you can check in and do, which is great. But it was very much like, hey, go explore that island. Maybe there's a shipwreck over there for research parts or whatnot. And I had a really good time just exploring. And that's not me. <laughs> and, and like dropping crab pots and and getting a net to to drag behind your boat so you're passively catching fish so uh, you can actually great. dredge you 1000 percent can and that's where okay. you get like the treasure and 
the key items, which I won't spoil, that moves the story forward. Sure. Um, but yeah, I feel free to ask questions because I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to spoil what's going on because right, yeah, no spoilers. The, yeah, the, the 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 twist or the hook that happens, I was like, oh crap, the hook, cool, the hook, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, um, from chats, uh, Seth asked, "What platform are you playing it on, Kyle?" I heard the Switch port is actually amazing. Did you play on PlayStation? Oh, yeah. I played on PlayStation. Cool. Um, ran great. Um, as a trophy boy, don't think I'm going for the platinum just because mm. it's a lot. You have to catch every species of fish, and there's like mm-hmm. two hundred and fifty something fish. <laughs> yeah. and there's there's a lot. Yeah, yeah. Hey. it's fun. Maybe one day, but yeah, it ran great. Um, no issues whatsoever. I'm happy to hear the switch port is really really good. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, yeah, I see Nicholas of the like the Lovecraft stuff. <laughs> that is very much what happens when it gets at nighttime. It's that yeah, kind of like, vibe. and that's why I texted Justin immediately after I beat it. Yeah. Like Justin, this game is. It's a Justin ass <laughs> game you need to play. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what's so striking is are the visuals. Like I've seen, I again, I'm like you. I'm trying to not look too much into it, but I've mm-hmm. seen clips of it. Yeah, the art is oh, incredible. Yeah. Like it's not something I've really ever seen before. Like it does kind of the and correct me if I'm wrong because I've only seen snippets. Sort of like a paper crafty inspired kind of thing. Yeah. But like again, it's the inspired thing that makes it stand out as something like very unique and different. The characters remind me a whole <laughs> lot of uh oh my god. Detective game that everyone loves from a few years Professor ago. Professor Layton? Frog oh. Detective. Nope. <laughs> Disco Elysium. Oh, okay. it, it reminds me of that kind of art style with the characters in this water, one. Water paint kind of like watercolor, yeah. Okay. Very yeah. kind of that. And um they in that art style when things get creepy it just makes it even more scarier and like strange um there's a uh um a a fishmonger which you sell to your your fish to in the main yeah what do you buy um that the first one has like a creepy little side quest and when you first hand over a, a fish uh that is an abjuration, which is like, it's like a shiny Pokemon hmm. where wow. it's the same kind of fish, but don't tell Jake. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, it, it's kind of like that, but something strange is going on. Like I, it could be a stingray or it could be just a skeletal stingray hmm. that, that you grab and it'll be more, it's be worth more money. And every single fish has that. And when you you you, you catch one that catches, like I caught a a cod that was like had pus all over it. Ugh. Like, ugh, this is ugh. cool, <laughs> but ugh, what's going not on? That cod, <laughs> so like, not. Yeah, uh, you mentioned there's like 250 different Something kind of fish around that. Something like yeah. that. How is the variation? Is it fun? Kind of like discovering new fish. It, it, does it start to feel samey? Uh no, it is fun because they all also all have different they take up different spaces in the ship thing for like the inventory. Okay. They're not all just two squares or three squares. Hmm. Some are like L blocks from Tetris, some are uh T blocks. Um so it it's that constant of like how many more can I carry? Should I go back and sell what I have? 
by doing that, am I going to have to go out in the nighttime, which you can, mm. and then some fish only come out at nighttime. So then you have to juggle how far out am I going to go and deal with the crazy panic stuff <laughs> and fish and get these cool things cool. or just rest and just go at it again in the morning. But everything feels fresh. Everything um, catching something cool and new is, is exciting. Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was really, really fun. Matt, I don't want to totally take over the conversation if you have anything. No, my, my biggest question was like, is this a fishing game or it, can you actually dredge? But that was yeah. So the, the dredging and fishing is like the same kind of mechanic mm -hmm. where it is. Um, there's different mini games to it, mm -hmm. but it's it's all roughly the same thing. It's like. Um, uh, oh, my God, that game that's at Dave and Buster's pop the lock. Disco Elysium. No. <laughs> Could you imagine uh, if David Buster's, Buster's Disco Elysium? Disco Elysium. <laughs> that yeah, should be an April lock. Fool's joke for them. Yeah. Fun like, fact, uh, Pop the Lock, Kelsey's favorite David Buster's game. <laughs> oh, I love that game. Uh, but there's similar, like, when you dredge, that's kind of what it is. Mm -hmm. Where, um, but instead of, like, hitting it on the dot, you bounce it forward to stay in the shaded part of the dial. Nice. And so if there's a gap, then it... it uh, causes you the, like the fish or something to go further down. Mm -hmm. But the cool thing is if that is something you're bad at or you don't want to do, there is an accessibility option where you can just turn it off. It'll take longer, mm -hmm. but you don't have to do any of the mini games. That's good. Um, and, and even if you do mess up, you will get it eventually, but it's just going to take way longer. And then you get run into like it being nighttime and you have mm -hmm. to book it. Yeah. Well, speaking of nighttime, Seth has a question that I was going to ask also. What's up with the panic meter? Is it like eternal darkness where you start to hallucinate? Mm -hmm. Like what? what's kind of like the consequence of panic? Okay. Uh, I haven't played eternal darkness, but you do start to hallucinate some things. Uh, I don't want to give again, I don't want to give away sure. too much, okay. but things happen in the world that are actively trying to make you not get back to mm -hmm. safe haven. Where like, yeah, the, the eyeballs pop out. There'll be this red mist that it's like, think of it like the smoke monster from Lost where it's like coming after you <laughs> and you have to speed up. Um, uh, the, the other cool thing is to battle the nighttime stuff. Ooh. After you um, handed key items to the collector, he will give Benicio you... Benicio Del Toro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> He'll give you special abilities to then use. So like there is a... Um, it's like a, it's like hitting Nas in Fast and the Furious, where you can oh, you can go faster in the boat, but if you keep it on for too long, then you will do damage to your boat. So you have to manage the meter. Um, there are other things like where you can banish uh, evil away from you and have like a little protective barrier for a short period of time, and then it's on a cooldown and you have to wait. Uh, so there's fun things like that and other things that I'll I'll keep a secret, but sure. Yeah, everything, when you get those new things, it does open up uh, your ability and wanting to be a little bit more brave and brave mm -hmm. the seas a little bit. And uh, yeah, and some of the side characters are really, really cool. It's very well written. And when you stumble on um, new towns and like there's four uh, biomes <laughs> where they each have their different feels, like one is like a very island setting. When it's like a gloomy, uh, I thought of it as like 
Ireland, like a European town. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is like in the the swamps, like Florida, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. I got those vibes. And one is like in a lava filled hot hellscape kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, some of the characters are cool. Uh, I found an old man just chilling in the middle of nowhere. And he was like, you got, you got to fix everything. You got to throw it back. What, what do you got to throw back? You just got to do it. And they're like, okay, sure. What do I got to do? Uh, I'll be here to help you. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's very, very, very exciting. And, it, and those kind of interactions are at like a text-based adventure thing. Hmm. Like you can choose where there's a shipwreck on an island you come across and you dock and it goes, oh, there's these options. What what would you like to do? Do you want to rummage through the campfire? Do you want to go look in the drawer? And then you can choose and have other options or find things that you can take. Awesome. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. My last gameplay-specific question. Uh-huh. You mentioned combat. Oh, I meant like there's no real Conf- conflict. <laughs> yeah, there's dangers. Okay. It's just sure. how you escape those dangers. Okay. Like you're not fighting anything. Okay. That yeah, I just wanted to get that clarification. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh now obviously this game has been garnering a lot of hype since it released in March. So like it's it April feels like it's all been dredged. Do you mm-hmm. feel like this game is going to stick with you through the end of the year? Like are we going to be talking about this in December? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. It is my favorite indie of the year. Uh, it took over Space for the Unbound. Um, it is very, very special. Okay. And it does. It implores you to kind of discover what the world has to offer and does unlock certain things like there are two. There's a good ending and a bad ending. Mm, cool. Um, and I did both because they do a really good job where they just. You can do them back to back. Like it's, awesome. they, they revert it right back to that thing. Um, it's real special. It's, it's really, really, really cool. Indie awesome. guru Jill Grot agrees with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's definitely going to be up there. Hell yeah. Awesome. Well, it looks like uh, Matt and I have some homework to do. Mm-hmm. Yes, you do. Yeah. It's been this on the all, list. It's, it's just, like yeah, all right. of your, I'm shocked. I know. I'm the first one to play this game. I know. I know. <laughs> Listen, yeah, I've like, been busy with the move. This is my inscription. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Well, uh, Kyle, you and I have been playing other games lately. Yeah. But before we talk about those things, let's kick it to an ad. Patreon.com slash 61Indie helps keep this pigeon flying. Becoming a 61Indie patron means you'll be keeping the mics hot each and every week for the 61Indie cast expanding our indie game coverage and funding massive projects such as the mini indie showcase. Not only will you be supporting a small independently operated company, but you get some bang for your buck as well. The Coop is a monthly vlog where I'll keep you up to date with everything that's going on with 61 Indie and answer all of your questions, all while playing a super rad game I find on itch.io. Clocked Out is our exclusive IndieCast post-show that tends to go a bit off the rails at times. And last but not least, Indie 100, an exclusive podcast where we are ranking the 100 greatest indie games of all time. So if you dig what we're doing, you want a little bit more content, and you want to support our vision moving forward, consider becoming a patron over on patreon.com slash 61indie. We are back to this thing that we do. Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, I haven't been playing my much name. lately. 
is my name. Town Drive. <laughs> um, I haven't been playing much because I've been very stressed and occupied with the move. Mm. But uh, what I have been playing, and it feels like comfort food, but it's something new. It is the Cult of the Lamb update. Mm. Um, Relics of the Old Faith. Man. Cult of the Lamb. Pretty, pretty good, good game. Pretty, pretty good, good game. <laughs> uh, so both you guys have played Cult of the Lamb? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Have you guys beaten it? No. Yeah, I haven't platinumed. Okay, cool. Damn, you haven't platinumed? Yeah, Dang. dude. <laughs> Took me a while. I finally got those goddamn snails. I know. that I had to wait until there was an update to make some God. glitchy. Mm. Dude, and I like, I got them the other day, and I got them all in a single run. <laughs> wow, that's good. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Ugh. But because of the update, the, the trophy didn't pop because there's new costumes. <laughs> um, it's like, goddamn okay. it. All right. Um, so yeah, Cult of the Lamb, Relics of the Old Faith update. Uh, it adds quite a lot of depth to uh, mainly the combat. This this update is primarily focused on combat, where the next one is going to be more focused on the settlement building stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, totally free update. The next one will be free as well. It feels like they are fleshing out the Cult of the Lamb experience to like what they, they probably envisioned the full game being. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Relics of the Old Faith, it adds... Um, Things called relics, which are special abilities. So on your uh, L1, if you're playing on controller, I, I'm I'm playing on PlayStation. L1, it triggers like a special move, like one of the relics, for example, uh, just it's like a lightning storm around the arena that hits all the enemies or they're things that like make you really big, make you really little. It's like really cool. Um, and similar to the tarot cards, you could find them throughout your, your runs and uh, unlock more. Uh, real quick uh, question. Do they have yes. downsides? each one uh no the only quirk is that uh some of them are fragile and you only use them once so for example one of the fragile ones off the top of my mind is uh it summons a little demon helper next to you so like you can only use that once for example but no downsides as far as i'm aware so far no downsides um touching on more of the mechanical stuff that gets improved there are heavy attacks that now get implemented with each weapon um and these are tied to uh new skills that you can unlock there are weapon mastery so once you get a mastery unlocked uh well there's like one core mastery that goes for all the weapons that unlocks just r1 which is a heavy attack but mm-hmm. then you could get mastery for each weapon so like for example the heavy attack for the axe you throw it which is really effective it's amazing the mastery for that is that you could throw it longer or, or further which is great um so those are the two like main gameplay specific things, like the mechanic things that get added. What the update is, it's essentially their take on new game plus. Mm. So you beat the game, you you go back in like you're about to do another dungeon run and a new uh, being appears where the door to the final boss is. And he said, I narratively, I kind of forgot what the implication is, but he resets all the bosses for the four dungeons. So you have to go back in. There are some new enemies. There are new variations on the bosses, um, new combat styles, uh, new visuals, new looks. And while you're doing this, you are finding new characters like the person who is uh, telling you about all the relics. There are new missions that you can find throughout the dungeons like uh, that the dude Midas at some point. He just jacked me. He like took all my fucking money and no, like I don't no. know. I don't know where he is, but at some point I'll find him and I'm going to beat the every living fucking shit out of him. Um, 
so yeah a few new quests and uh new character moments which is really cool um yes kyle is there more knuckle bones as far as i'm aware not yet ah, dang it not yet okay but i love that minigame i know <laughs> quick side note because i did want to mention this anyways did you see that level up dice created a physical knuckle bone set did they yes Ooh, okay it's 120 dollars uh, never mind <laughs> <laughs> and there's two versions of them okay that's but they cool, are though. so sick i love that um so yeah you were just going through the dungeons it's pretty much how you started the game except you have all your upgrades again it's a different take on new game plus you have all your upgrades already um and it incentivizes you to you know do the settlement building again and, and the cult building once again because there are new doctrines there are new rituals um there's there's everything like everything was just added to the game what's really awesome i think it's the doctrines or yeah it's the doctrines in the main game you can only choose one or the other mm-hmm. for like you can choose like a, a quote-unquote good one or a bad one like um maybe it was like sacrifice over murder or some shit so like if you choose sacrifice it locks you out of murder you can't you can't get it but with the update uh you collect these things called god tears and the god tears um can give you the uh ability to unlock the other doctrine so you could get everything in the game which is really cool it kind of like if you did miss out or you were curious about what some of the other rituals did and some of the other benefits now is your opportunity to be able to do anything and everything which is great nice um i'm i finished two of the dungeons so far uh the challenging part of this is to unlock the next dungeon you have to sacrifice a follower at a certain loyalty level so right now i need a follower at level nine loyalty to unlock the third dungeon so i'm trying to like get my followers up a little bit uh so right now i'm at a bit of a stop gate so i'm just kind of like grinding and and just loving my dudes up the other really cool thing that they added i forgot to mention uh is purgatory <laughs> so Ooh. uh in the instead of in the room where all the dungeons are a, a hole opens up in the middle and once a day in game time once a day uh-huh. you would jump into purgatory and purgatory are essentially runs based on the different fleeces that you have so like the, the different cloaks that give you oh. stat boosts or different abilities um and yeah you just do a straight run based on that fleece Ooh, like and that. through that you can get more god tiers which god tiers can get you the the item that you need for more doctrines or follower skins or a, a, a different uh gifts for your followers um so really it's just it's really like cult of the lamb plus mm-hmm. like it's just more but it's a very fun and unique take on the new game plus formula it's like you're not just starting a new game again it's like there's a, an actual like narrative backing to it there's actual um there's actually like new characters new quests uh new new abilities it's really damn cool i i really i really I, dig it so far can't believe before cult of the lamb i would have never asked you a question about this mm-hmm. because of cult of the lamb i have to know is there more to your settlement building because i love that in cult of the lamb. like new so, buildings new things yeah. to do or a little bit so like okay. again like i said this update is more focused on combat where the next one is going to be more focused on settlement oh, okay but they did address some, let's say, like troublesome kind of things where or like things that were annoying. For example, you can get 
uh, uh, housing for your followers that don't break. And it houses yes. it houses three <laughs> followers in one building. Ooh, okay. And you build those; they they're indestructible. They don't break. I don't know if I like them being in the same house. They're gonna start. They're cute. They're, they just me. they just pick. They poke their heads out. They're laying. I know, their but then they're gonna talk and conspire against it's me. True. And then yeah. I gotta put them all in the in the the stocks. <laughs> Another great thing is uh, the morgue, which uh, followers can handle the the dead oh, bodies when you're not around. Sweet. There is a crypt that you could store multiple dead bodies in instead of like individual graves. Uh-huh. Um, and then there is a kitchen, which for some reason, the kitchen isn't working for me. I'm doing something wrong. But the kitchen, you should be able to assign a follower to cook all the meals for you. Oh, that's cool. I like that. But for whatever reason, I can't assign a follower to the kitchen. I don't oh. know why. So I have to figure out what's going on with that. That's great. I love that. But yeah, Nicholas said like sounds like quality DLC. That's the thing. It's not. It's just an update. It's totally yeah. free. And like this is, I'm surprised it's free because <laughs> yeah. there's a lot yeah. in here. Like there's new buildings, new mechanics, new game plus, new follower skins, new quests, new story, new narrative. Like it's it's really impressive. Uh, Jill's saying in chat, uh, who's what's your favorite follower? Do you have one? Mm. And do you name everybody? I assume. no, I don't. Oh, I don't. you don't. Okay. It gets too much after a while. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I just one of the new follower skins is an owl. I just unlocked the, the oh, owl. Sweet. Very cute. I like the crab. Okay. Um, my favorite one is a spoiler. Oh, okay. You know which one I'm talking about. Probably. Yeah, like the one you get at the end of the game if you choose yeah, yeah. a certain ending. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that one. I also my other favorite one is kind of a spoiler as well it's an easter egg spoiler uh i don't know if i want i, I could say i'm it. blanking on this one so i don't know it, it's I help it's you. massive monsters logo oh i like that, that a lot a also yeah he he's really cute yeah that's cool um but yeah as we were saying also earlier uh in relation to the the trophies the platinum one of the trophies is tied to finding five snails Oh, so one of the trophies is getting all the follower skins to get one of the follower skins before the update. It was the only skin I needed for this goddamn trophy. Mm -hmm. You have to find five snails. Snails are remarkably hard to find. They only spawn to find on the screen. They only find they only spawn in the first or second area. And the amount of runs I did in the first and second area (laughs) to try to find these goddamn snails over the course of this game's release yeah i was going stir crazy i said fuck it and did not want anything to do with it with this update in purgatory there were snails all over the goddamn place the thing though in purgatory you don't get any crafting items like if you cut grass like the grass doesn't pop up to to pick up Mm -hmm. so you kill the snails the snail shells didn't Uh, didn't spawn so i was like god damn it they were teasing me but then i did a run in the second dungeon and i got five shells easily single run got my snail follower trophy didn't pop up i'm assuming because of the update there's new follower skins now yeah (laughs) which great (laughs) (laughs) so i have like four more five more of the new skins to grab and it's all like it's kind of by chance because like when you give a god tier to the new like god-esque character that you can name i named mine Petey. uh <laughs> you give him a god tier and it does like a wheel spin kind of thing the wheel spin uh it's you get unlock a new doctrine a gift 
uh, new follower skin or a new thing to unlock a new fleece because there's new fleeces as well to, oh, okay. to give you new buffs. Again, meaty fucking update. Um, so I think that's the only way you could get the new follower skin. So it's kind of like I mean, I would imagine once you do get like all the fleeces and stuff, it would always and land on the. You'd imagine thing. it in the background. It's it's keeping track. Yeah, it's definitely like designed hope, in a certain way so. yeah for sure it is just like the appearance of it being randomized but i'm sure it's designed in a, in a particular way sure um but yeah it's a great time if it's if you enjoy cult of the lamb and, and you've been hankering for a little more of that game uh perfect time to jump back in there it's a meaty update and um yeah the, the more of the settlement stuff is coming at some point this year i believe if you go great thing that i think all games should do uh on the main menu, you can now see the roadmap, which is great. Oh, mm. You, you, yeah. There's like a roadmap under the settings. There's a roadmap menu item, and it'll just tell you everything that's coming, which is awesome. Oh, uh, on that note, I just remembered something. Uh, going mm. back to Dredge real quick. Uh, they already announced a DLC. Mm-hmm. And hell uh, yeah. And when I the option to buy it, it was like twenty five without the DLC or twenty seven dollars. With oh, the DLC? I'm like, okay, oh, yeah, okay, I'll take it. So, yeah, awesome. There, there'll be more dredge seemingly soon from what they were talking about. So, nice, cool. Anyways, well, um, yeah, kind of piggybacking off Cult of the Lamb, Kyle, you played another Devolver game that, um, I did. Yeah. I saw, I was just, uh, I made a promise last week that I was going to play more indie games to talk about. <laughs> sure. So, in addition to dredge, I was looking through, I had some, uh, PlayStation Stars, uh, um, points to for twenty dollars so i was like oh what's going what what is this and i saw in the um playstation indie i think it was in the playstation indie uh section which mm-hmm. they they have been updating and there's a lot of really good stuff in there um a game that harry played at pax two years ago yes and absolutely loved uh, and i was like oh that sounded like a good time it was 10 bucks i played mcpixel 3 oh. um which is just a love letter to Newgrounds. <laughs> it's essentially yeah. what it is. It's so you're basically trying to save the day as this uh, pixel character called McPixel. It's like McGruber, uh, where <laughs> <laughs> uh, you just, it's very quick, a warrior wear esque. Mm-hmm. Like you just get thrown into the scene and you need to figure it out before you die uh, or everything's explode. And it's just so fun. It, it it really is not much to it, but that's not a mm-hmm. bad thing. It's just a uh, chaotic try to see as many of the scenes as you can. Uh, my favorite thing that happens is every once in a while you click on an intera- uh, 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 interactable thing in the in the that level, and mm-hmm. just another character pops up who is Steve, and then every time Steve pops up, it goes. Steve, <laughs> and then you play like <laughs> a, a, its own secret set of Steve mini games, um, which is like a fun little Easter like Easter egg um, hidden levels and whatnot. It's just a fun, goofy time. And yeah, my favorite part is like, yeah. yeah, my favorite thing is popping trophies because those trophies mm-hmm. are what I laughed at the most. Like uh, at one point, you play as an old man. And you're on a uh, speeding train with a bomb on it. And he, I just opened the door and he jumped out. And, and as soon as he jumped out, the scene was over. And I popped the trophy. He says um, uh, something like, uh, gotta go or something. Gotta run. 
and like I, I yeah it just the, the trophies add to the comedic things they don't tell you how to unlock them all sure it's just added jokes that happen when you do it and it's just a cohesive fun comedic little good time nice yeah. awesome i forgot to say with um cult of the lamb there are new trophies as well oh sweet yeah delightful video games wow they're still good can't believe it yeah Speaking of video games, there's more coming next week. Can you believe it? They're making more of them. Oh, it's, it's wild. Man. It is wild. Kyle, what's happening this week in Indy? Uh, this week at Indy on May 8th or from May 8th to May 12th on Monday, Darkest Dungeon 2, the 1.0 release on PC Ooh. and TBD on consoles. Darkest Dungeon 2 is a roguelike road trip of the damned. Form a party, equip your stagecoach, and set off across the, the decaying landscape of a last gasp quest to avert the apocalypse the greatest dangers you face however however may come from within are y'all darkest dungeon people i tried the first one i heard how hard it was and i'm like nope <laughs> friend of the show from point in progress fiona loves darkest dungeon. yeah mm-hmm. i'm sure yeah she's it's um this. it's intriguing mm-hmm. like i i've put a little I, I think i played this on vita actually the first one it's Sounds yeah, it's right. challenging, but man, the vibes are just impeccable. Yeah, it's very cool. And um, I think this one, uh, George from Pop Agenda, because Pop Agenda is working on this game. Um, you talk about the art style. I don't think I've ever seen what Darkest Dungeon Two looks like in action. I just assumed it was the same like as the, the first. first. One? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's just like it's like kind of what uh, Rogue Legacy Two did versus Rogue Legacy One. Apparently, it's oh. like full three D. Like wow. Oh. Um. Yeah. I want to. I gotta give it a look. That's cool. Maybe we'll, we'll hit George up. <laughs> also on Monday is a uh, mini indie co- showcase uh, alum. Cook Serve Forever, PC early access. Cook Serve Forever is a cooking adventure game where you play as Nori Kaga, a home-taught chef with nothing to her name but a food cart and a dream. Oh, excuse me. Uh, I had a burp foreman. Uh, manage <laughs> that's, your that's menu. That's not part of the description. No, it's not. Uh, it might, though. Maybe. Who knows? Oh, manage yeah. your menu, learn delicious recipes, and meet a diverse cast of friends and foes on your way to culinary greatness. Tuesday, May 9th, mid-autumn on PC Early Access, crashing at Grandma's was meant to be a break from your responsibilities, but relaxing might prove hard when the spirit world is real. Its entrance is, is, its entrance is in your basement, and you're its newest guardian. Last hmm. evil spirits and save your hometown in this roguelike dungeon crawler. Interesting. I think this demo is part of Ludo narrative. Did I see that on the list? Yes, it is. Um, I played this a while ago. Um, it's really damn cool. It's hmm. um, kind of similar sort of uh, vibe combat to um boyfriend dungeon. If you if you like that oh, kind okay. of style mm-hmm. of dungeon crawler, it's very similar. Um, I briefly played it a long time ago like when we when we first started six one indie so i don't mm-hmm. remember much of it but i remember loving it um very beautiful uh aesthetic and art and and color palette it's it's very alluring very cool also on tuesday may 9th avoid train pc early void access train. become a crew member of an interdimensional express train discover a new world full of mysterious creatures enemies and places upgrade and customize your train gather new materials and build better weapons Play solo or online co-op with up to four people. Nice. Finally. I know. I feel like we've saw it a while ago, right? <laughs> a lo- and a lot. It's like one of the yeah. ones that like hits every showcase. Mm-hmm. Looks cool though. Yeah. I yeah. hope it plays better than the demo during Next Fest, but I'm interested. Oh, okay. In it. 
I know a lot of people loved it, but mm. yeah. uh, on my birthday, Thursday, May 11th. That's right. We're recording live on my birthday next week. Get ready. Folks. Hey, hey, I'll have a Celsius to celebrate. Yeah. <laughs> Walk about mini golf VR for PSVR two. escape into a fun and beautiful world filled with the best mini golf courses you've ever seen. Play by yourself, meet someone new or challenge your friends in a private game with up to five people. Extremely realistic physics create the perfect experience for hardcore golfers and casual players. Mike, you're you've got to be excited for this, even though you don't have a headset. I this is like the reason I want yeah. a, a headset again. I, I really want to play this goddamn game. It looks incredible. I can't wait. I'm definitely gonna talk about it next week because I'll I'll pick it up. Uh, also on May 11th, Nightmare Reaper 1.0 release on PS4, PS5, Xbox Series, and to be determined on Switch. Progress through the cursed depths. What Kyle? Stop it. For some reason, I saw cursed, <laughs> and for I wanted to say cursed. Cursed. Why? Why? Pro- progress through the cursed depths of a nightmare while finding an arsenal of powerful weapons and improving your abilities along the way. This retro-inspired FPS with looter shooter and rogue light elements reaches the wall between classic and modern gameplay. So this was another like weird like nostalgia trip a little bit. Uh, I played Nightmare Reaper back in 2019 for the early access release uh and wow. it's really cool to see it coming to 1.0 finally cool. uh back then a very cool retro inspired fps similar to doom or duke mm-hmm. nukem like one of those and those are like really popular nowadays in the indie space especially when it comes to shooters or yeah. well of course when it comes to shooters that's what the genre we're talking about is but um yeah, it's really cool. It's a very solid uh, take on that genre, and I'm excited to check out uh, what is different in 1.0. Sweet. Yeah. And then uh, Friday, May 12th, uh, a little indie about a, a little elf boy. Yeah. Uh, roaming, roaming the kingdom and fighting daddy. Uh-huh. Little game. Little game. Yep. Just a little tiny thing. Little tiny thing. Little Tears tiny of tears. the kingdom. Yep. Tears of the kingdom. <laughs> Oh, God damn. I can't wait. Uh, awesome. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to the 6-1 IndieCast. If you enjoyed this, please share with your friends. Show them the podcast feed on your favorite podcast service. Review the show. Give YouTube.com slash 6-1 Indie a sub. It's free. If you want a little extra, throw us some cheddar and you can listen to Clocked Out, the IndieCast post show where we'll talk about my, my big move to the south. And uh, yeah, all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, some cool things happening in the background. We'll share more on June 1st, a.k.a. 6-1 day. Excited to tell you more about that. But until then, I've been Mike. That's been Matt. That's been Kyle. My name is Kyle. His name is Matthew Wright. (laughs) (laughs) Good night, y'all. Have a good one. Love you. Bye-bye.